welcome to today's episode of Jazz Beats, your number one podcast for jazz news and entertainment. Here are your hosts, Jackson and Tyson. Woo! How is it being a jazz fan right now? <laughs> it's if, a roller coaster If you like ride. roller coaster rides, then then this is the team you need to follow because it, it is up and down it is. all the time. It is, but it's a it's a ride though, and that's what we're after. I guess so. Who wants to go on a ride that's just straight up the whole time? <laughs> Not me. Only people in like Phoenix and Golden State are interested in that stuff. <laughs> We're back. Uh, this is Jazz Beats. You, thanks for tuning in. I'm Jackson. This is Tyson. Hello, and thank you to our lovely assistant assistant for that introduction. Love it. Yes. So consistent. Yeah, the she, assistant. She is. nails that every time. Every time. It's yep. fantastic. Have a good day. You can go now. She just left. <laughs> um. Yeah. Lots. Lots going on. Um, lots of concern, lots of frustration, especially after last night's game against Boston. We're going to get to that soon. Oh, you, you have something? No. Quick? No, okay. You looked like you did. No, let's uh, leave that chapter till we get there. <laughs> um, congratulations are in order for LeBron James. Ugh. It's kind of bittersweet. He just passed Carl Malone on the, as second in all-time scoring right. in the history I, of the game. What are your thoughts on that? Do you care? Does it mean anything to you? Is it... I mean, do you have any negative connection because it's passing the mailman? I don't, right. to be honest. Okay. I think it's cool witnessing history like in right. real time rather than saying, I don't remember when Carl Malone passed whoever right. was in second before. I don't, you know, this is cool that we are experiencing LeBron in his 18th year right. going full force and leading the league and scoring again. Like it's right. it's crazy. So the, the I mean the real question is is could LeBron win Carl Malone in an arm wrestle? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't know if there's many that could. Carl right. Malone was a beast. It, it, so I mean LeBron he shoots three pointers. Yeah. Carl Malone that wasn't something that that wasn't part of his game. No. So uh, the fact that it. Carmelone had that many in a shorter amount of time, right? He didn't play this many seasons, right? I would assume. I mean, we're going to go with it. LeBron, I don't know. Crazy long time. So it's just a lot more shots. I mean, Carmelone, I still had, feel like had to work harder than yeah. LeBron. So I'm still giving the credit to Carmelone. <laughs> the, the amazing thing is, is you usually see people towards the end of their career drop off pretty heavily. Like Minute, minutes and points. Everything. Even the great, really good players. Like you look at Dirk in his last couple of years. He came off the bench, I think, in his last year. Ugh. Averaged ten to fifteen points. LeBron is killing it. He's yes. averaging thirty right right now. So, how many more years we have? I don't know, but he will be the number one scorer in the next year or two. Incredible! It, I, it'd be cool if he went, made to twenty seasons and then made that his thing. Um, but we'll actually be seeing him in Salt Lake in the Vivint Arena on August thirty first, Friday, March, March. March. I got August on the mind. <laughs> You're already looking to next season. Yeah. Is that what's going on? Let's, let's not jump ahead. March 31st, we will have LeBron back here in Salt Lake City. So that'll be a huge game. I feel like there's a large fan base that turns up to Salt Lake City when the Lakers come to town. So jazz fans that are in attendance have to have even more energy, more impact on the arena because of the influence of the away team's crowd. Everyone knows. Everyone has that friend or acquaintance from high school or younger with that was a Lakers fan for no reason. Right. 
and, mean, and we we, we, we all hated them. them. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no. That's dumb. They're so dumb. that's who's going to be at the game on the thirty first. Yeah. Those guys. Those guys. Yeah, that's that's really really tough. So that's pretty cool. Um, just to be witnessing that. Speaking of fans, really fast, did you hear Jared Butler's con- comment about the Jazz fans? No. Which, by the way, we've seen a little bit of Jared Butler come out of his shell, and Alexander Walker as well. I'm a huge Jared Butler fan. If you go back to the beginning of the season, I've always been in put his eggs in my basket, baby. <laughs> I like Jared Butler. Um, he's played a few more minutes and has performed pretty well. Like I, I actually think that he's a great player. Genuinely, he just needs more time and get more comfortable with the NBA court. But he was quoted saying that he would stay in Salt Lake City on the Jazz just because of the crowd alone. He enjoys playing in front of him. Which is funny because I feel like the Jazz fan, or at least the arena, the, the loudness of it, has slightly declined. Don't be modest. It's gone down. It's okay. noticeable. <laughs> it's noticeable. Even when I'm screaming at the game, to hear my own voice, it's strange. And yeah. nobody else likes it And the rest of us have to hear you, too, now, know, and it's, it's, it is weird. So do Jackson a favor. Everybody else yell so he doesn't <laughs> have to hear me at the game. Oh, I like that, though. I, I like Butler. I think Jerry Butler is specifically referring to me at a couple games because I called him out quite loud and clearly. There's no doubt he didn't hear me. When it was two quiet. Pati- yeah, two particular <laughs> games. So he knows. Much love, Jared. You have the biggest fan here, Jared. That's it. Um, what, what else? We, were, we, we talked about something before. Coming on. Um, anyways, we have nine games remaining. It's nine crazy games. how fast the season goes. Yeah. Um, is there any concern in your eyes with how we're playing the last two games? Anyways, sum up the last three games. We won in New York against the Knicks pretty easily. And then we lost to Brooklyn. Kevin Durant went crazy on us in right, Brooklyn. Right, right, And then we lost last night to Boston in Boston by 30. 28. This is a six-game road trip, so it's one of the longer ones for us. But luckily, two of them are in New York, and we were able to stay in the same hotel, so that um, actually it, it didn't work. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you're right. That uh, that's dumb. Are you concerned going into the postseason? We've struggled the last two games. Here's my thoughts on on postseason, and, and I'm, this is completely not even taking into consideration the last nine games. The playoffs are a clutch time okay i think that that's what makes players great is close games and the players that perform well in those close games that's what makes lebron great that's michael kobe you name it that's what made those players great i don't know that utah has that clutch blood running through our team right now to take over the last four minutes of a close game and secure the win i i never feel good about it when it's happening so, I, I think we can. We don't have to skirt around it. We are one of the poorest clutch teams. I think this. The analytics show it. We're at the bottom, one of the last teams in the league at, at um, winning games when it's within five points in the last five minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's close games. We're not winning. Also, we are twenty third out of thirty on. Um, our record when we are down by double digits, by double digits. at right, some right, point right. in the game. Right. So not only do we lose close games, we don't come back from being down. So it's like we, we blow out or nothing. Or, or we can only be down by exactly six to nine points. <laughs> but above or below that, it's a loss. 
Can't do it. So, yeah, yeah that's concerning. Because I think, like you said, most of the playoff games are close. It right. comes down to the end most of the right. time. And, it does. And we haven't seen that. Big shots. And we, and we haven't. Uh, and Bogey hit a few of those. I'm, I don't know. I, I just don't know who, who deserves. I feel like the regular season is just a chance for us to decide who deserves which positions at what point in the game. And I, I haven't seen anybody who's stepped up to that role for the Utah Jazz. Is injuries, is that is, is it because of injuries? Bogey's been out, so House stepped up in his role. I don't think House so. is now out, so we have a, a third stringer coming into that role. Um, Ingles went out, obviously. Yeah, has, no, I, I don't think it has any. Not an excuse. No, I don't think so. No. Okay. Do you? I mean, we can, we can nitpick and say mm. eh, that has something to do with it, but I don't think that's the core. Focus. No, no, I don't think so either. And I, and I'm not writing off the Jazz, um, but but I'm not going to mortgage my house on an online bet that they're going to win the the title this. But year. you would have last. Year. I would have last. Yeah, year. you would. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, power rankings were were between the sixth and ninth position, and and honestly, that's probably pretty accurate right, right now. So, what do you think has to take place to get us? to play better what is it that we're missing is it a rotation is it uh is it the offense or is it the defense just one one or two main things that you think the jazz have to turn around so i'm gonna um quote our guys a little bit did you watch the post game after boston or i, I read it i guess later on no but. i was taking zantax <laughs> yeah 75 rudy um came on and said it's our defense and it's sharing the ball on offense it's those sort of the, the two specific things that we're not we don't have enough energy or commitment to these last few games, um, which I, I totally agree with. Our our defensive energy is is lacking tremendously, um, and we aren't sharing the ball. We had ten assists last night, which is so not Utah Jazz at all. Yeah, Go, sometimes Mike Conley 13, has that sorry. many assists in a game. Yeah, Conley had three. Mitchell had one assist. That that stuff can't happen, especially when you have fourteen turnovers. That ratio between assists and turnovers has got to be a lot better than that. Boston had thirty-seven assists, so there you go. In the next game, the best looking thing about the Jazz was the defense. I mean that. I mean we looked good on defense. Broadcasters were, you know, they were they were pointing out the energy that we had on defense, and it was that's what helped us win that game. So, I think there's some credibility behind that what Rudy's trying to say there. Yeah. I, th- I think he's just saying that we didn't do anything right. You know, our defense sucked, but, oh, we have our offense. Oh, yeah, that sucked too. Yeah. You know, so that's hard to swallow. <laughs> <laughs> which which is true. And then Quinn and uh, Donovan both mentioned the energy coming into games. Where, where are they supposed to – where does that energy come from? Is there an issue in the locker room where it doesn't carry onto the court or chemistry between the players and the and – the, what is it? Where does that energy come from? How come other teams are able to bring that energy to the court and and we seem to be missing it? I honestly think a lot of it comes from like the first five or ten minutes of the game. You look at the the Boston game and that's what's on my mind. And um, is ten minutes into the game at the end of the first quarter, we we're down fifteen. You know, they're shooting seventy. They're shooting the lights out, right? Crazy. But you've got to be strong enough mentally to handle that and weather that. Where the Jazz, I don't think are because you see, and we get down by double digits, we end up losing. We're like two and fifteen or something crazy. Um, so we don't we don't do that in the first. And so if that happens in the first few minutes, 
I think all the energy just gets run out of the building. So I think those first couple of minutes are huge. That's why it, that's why being a starter is, is so important, which, which I'm not saying the bench isn't, but being a starter and coming out and setting the tone and, and being a presence out there from tip off is huge because it carries into the rest of the game. And I, I haven't seen that. The only thing that I think that the Jazz might be missing is the commercials that we get to see <laughs> during uh, our view of the game. Do you want to tell us about what we now can look forward to viewing in between timeouts and quarters? Yeah, shout out to, to our listeners who've listened to the last few episodes. Um, it's been a lot of talk on Morgan Jewelers, right? Special sponsor of today's episode. Is this where we're going? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So... Just to catch people up to speed, Morgan Jewelers had a commercial on the first half of the year, and it was it aired fourteen times a game. It seemed like, right? Yeah, yeah. And it was a little cringy. It was a little like confusing. On are they being serious or not? Yeah. We got to the bottom of that in our last episode, uh, where we interviewed Taylor Morgan, one of the guys on the ep- on the commercial, as well as one of the the. The one of the Morgans, right? The Taylor Morgan, yeah. So go listen to that because it's awesome. Taylor was a stud. But now, why don't, why don't you go ahead and say what, what transitioned since that podcast episode? So I think we can take a little bit of credit for this. So really what roll. happened is Morgan Jewelers came to us. We wrote another commercial for them. We fixed everything. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, obviously, I mean, a lot of fans, the, the commercial was kind of – funny and cringy but not maybe not fully intended to be that direction so i mean they were they played it pretty smart they 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 kind of did a spin off of it and kind of declared like hey listen you're right we're not the best actors they made a new commercial where they kind of make that statement and they're like but we are the best jewelers like we nailed that like and it's so cool like the setting is the same and they just totally call themselves out like you got to be able to laugh at yourself and honestly, I I love it. I, I love their new commercial. I think they killed it. Yeah. I messaged Taylor after I saw it yesterday. I, the first time I saw it live or uh, aired was yesterday. Celtics and, game, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I messaged him and I said, "This is freaking gold. This is perfect. Yeah. I love everything you did." Yeah. So, yeah. So shout out to our sponsor of this episode, Morgan Jewelers. <laughs> um, yeah. So pretty exciting. That was a fun commercial to see, and just to see the development of it, and you fans got to be a part of that happening. So. Pretty yeah, so stuff. make sure if you haven't, go listen to our last episode with Taylor, and it's a ton of fun. It's really cool. We're going to have him back on uh, after this new commercial plays a few times and just get some feedback from you guys, so keep that in mind as well. Um, we've talked about, you mentioned rotations. Is that a question at hand? I feel like Quinn, we got to give him a little bit of credit. He has been experimenting a little bit. He's been giving guys a little more time. He's been, he's given... We've, we've talked about before, why isn't Pascal playing? Why isn't Jared Butler playing? Well, he's played him a little bit now, and I think he's really thinking about rotations and getting new guys in and seeing what happens. Pascal got the start last night. Crazy. Um, and did not play well. So maybe we were wrong and saying maybe he, maybe he should not be playing as much as we thought. He did that just to shut everybody up, just to be <laughs> like, you want Pascal? I'll give you Pascal. This is why I don't have Pascal play more than 20 <laughs> minutes a game. Thank you, Amen, mic drop. Moving on to the next guy. How many players do I have to play before I show you guys that the rotation I have is the best one? That's what he's doing right now. Yeah, and I'm here eating my words from a few weeks ago saying, <laughs> why doesn't he do anything different? <laughs> Change something. Try something. He's not going to do he's it. He's tried something. So. And, yeah. 
It hasn't been good. And part of that's due to injuries, too, but I don't know. A scapegoat. That's I don't that, know. That's, all, that's really all that is. So with nine games left, Jackson, um, and we've looked over this roster, um, some of the teams that we have coming up, I'm just going to read through them really fast. Is that okay? We have the Hornets, Dallas, Clippers, and then the Lakers right after that. Golden State Warriors, Memphis, OKC, Phoenix, and then to finish off the season against Portland uh, with Joe Ingles. So, nine games. I mean, how many of these nine games? One, two, three, four, or is there more than that? Nine games, yeah. Nine games. So how many of those nine games are you th- you thinking we're going to have a W on our on our list after that? So we, we play uh, – what are we – so we play all three of the seeds that are above us right now, yeah, as well as the team who's tied with us right now. So we play the top four teams in the West. Yeah, it's not going to be an easy no. finish to the season, and that's going to be a morale booster or dampener for the Jazz coming into the playoffs. How do you see it coming out? I, I don't see our problems from last night being fixed completely until hopefully postseason. I'm going to say we go five and four. That's right where I'm at. Yeah, that's right where I'm at. Um, I I don't know. I just it's a bad time to be struggling because a lot of these games are going to be playoff atmosphere games, and it, you've got to be able to step up when the when it counts and when it matters. And it's starting to count because seeding is a thing. If we want home court advantage, we got to break away from being tied with Dallas and and kind of pull ahead and and get more wins than them. That's what it is. Do you see on some of these games where Phoenix? Um for instance, let's just point out Phoenix. Are they going to be playing Booker? I mean, are they going to be playing their their stars where they're so deep in their seating and they're coming up against the Utah Jazz? Fair enough, but what's one more W going to do for them, really? Um, do you see them playing their stars regular minutes that late in the season? The thing is, who's their stars? They have Booker. I mean, Chris Paul will probably take some time off, but... They're deep, and they're all really good. And the way they play with sharing the ball, it reminds me of how we've been the past few years as far as them just moving, cutting, passing, kicking, shooting. Like It was just everybody working together. I don't think having stars out is going to hurt them a whole lot, you know, Okay. if okay. they're able to play at that style. But, yeah, you could see guys take some time off, and we do play them the second to last game of the year. Right. That could be a win for Utah. You think so? Because of that reason, yeah. Okay. That If that's the case, that's the biggest win out of the next nine games that we can look forward to. Do you have us winning both Lakers team, Clippers? And yeah, the, I'm never going to cheer for the Lakers strange or, so far, or commit you, to the Lakers. You said we're going to win every game, <laughs> and yet you... <laughs> who, who are we going to lose to? I don't know. What, the, what are you saying we're going to lose to the Hornets tomorrow night? Sure. I don't think so. Okay. No, that's not going to be happening, which remi- reminds me of another thing. Are we going to be losing Quinn Snyder? I mean, is, is he getting poached right out from underneath us? There's so many rumors right now about other coaches coming in, are building, watching games, and whispers of Quinn maybe replacing Popovich and a few other spots. Like, tell me, is there any legitimacy to any of this? Didn't didn't Quinn shut those down pretty recently? The rumors are saying, "Hey, I'm committed right now. This is this is my focus." That doesn't mean anything. I know, but it's good to hear him say that. I don't I don't know where these even came from. Um, if it was a Spurs fan saying, "Oh, I like Quinn. Popovich is on his way out." Let's just just light this little fire. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. It just seems like it's kind of everywhere. I feel like so. I'm just wondering if it's legit. Um, 
the other rumor was the Lakers. And if I, I don't see Quinn leaving his situation in Utah for an LA team right now, who's in shambles and who's LeBron's probably on his way out in the next two to three years. Um, so I don't see how or why or in what world he would make that change, make that move. So while that one doesn't concern me, the Popovich thing, maybe because he did coach under pop at one point. Right. And that's an organization similar to Utah, um, has a long history of success and I, you never know. It's scary, but you never similar. know. Similar. Do you mean like first, second round elimination every year in playoffs? I mean, consistently Shut up. <laughs> I see the smirk now. Oh, no. Okay. I don't know. Okay, so let's just leave that one. I think Switch. Quinn's safe for a while if okay. he wants to stay. Or, or um, I don't think we're going to send him away anytime soon. Okay. Let's talk player's performance. Bogey has shot better since he's taken the bandage off his hand. No doubt about it, right? But he's back to being injured. He hasn't played the last couple games. Not his finger, though, right? I don't, I don't know I what it, it was is. A, like a, it's a, a shin. It's a lower half. Something <laughs> to do with below-the-waist injury. But let's talk about Whiteside and Royce. Are we getting what we need out of them? Absolutely not. How, how do we do it? Is it a different rotation, or do we change something about them? Um, I think... Whiteside is. Uh, I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. I think okay. he's he's new to the program. This is kind of how who he is, you know. But Royce, we've seen him and his intensity on defense before, and I don't see it anymore. He looks lost sometimes. He doesn't rotate to the next guy. If Rudy steps up and helps on the ball, he's not rotating down to the bottom. He's. I don't know. He's been outplayed by House when House was playing healthy. Um, and he just doesn't look like he is a starter for a contender. I mean, if if we're starting Royce O'Neal and he's one of our top five guys, I don't think we're a contender the way he's playing. Do you remember George, uh, Minivan? Do I remember? Yeah, of course. Our fans, you fans, I know you guys are listening. You guys are just just deja vu and you know just thinking back on all the George, good times George and <laughs> all those awesome three pointers that. Uh, he would pop up and shoot. Honestly, he wasn't a bad shooter. No. And honestly, he wasn't a bad defender. I mean, he wasn't going to be rated good. But uh, for for what he did on both sides of the court, it was pretty well balanced. Like, you know, I feel like... You knew what you were going to get, right? Yeah, yeah. And I feel like with... We're like, okay, but we're not... We need more. So we're going to get rid of minivan. But what we did is we turned Royce into a minivan. So he's he's... Against the Celtics, he took he made two three pointers, shot four, and pretty much and that was it. That was it. Those are his stats for the entire game. So, and I mean that would be like, oh, that's that's good for minivan, but that that ain't enough for for Royce. No. I mean, we need more out of it for that. So I, I we've almost created a minivan out of Royce instead of a Rolls Royce. We're back to a minivan. So I I I think something has to do change with the way Coach Quinn is. You, utilizing them on the court because we can't you can't you can't you can't minivan that ain't enough okay that's what we wanted Royce to be in that position and have more minutes but this hasn't turned out I mean two putting up four shots one a quarter at average that's we need more offense from Royce O'Neal um the the stat to me that's like a hustle stat I feel like is rebounds 
Okay? okay. Usually guys that are really good at rebounds, they're aggressive, they hustle, they're physical. Um, and that's what's been hard. Pascal, zero rebounds last night. And he's as big and physical as we have. Okay, Royce had four, which is okay. It's not great, especially when Mike Conley has four. Mitchell has six, which is awesome. Um, Whiteside has five, which is not enough, you know, being as big and strong as he is. So so I don't see the intensity and energy out of those guys that we're shooting for. Um, Royce against Brooklyn. Um, We talked about this a little bit off the air. Yeah, he's so he's our he's our go to defender, right? Their best player, he's guarding him. Yep, every time unless it's like an Embiid or Jokic. Um, he guards Kevin Durant. I know it's Kevin Durant. He's six eleven. Royce is six four. So being smaller, you got to rely on quickness and being able to stay in front and making him shoot over top of you, right? right. Which but, Kevin can do, right? But what I saw is Royce getting beat off the dribble. Royce being lazy. Royce. You know, and it, it didn't look like a smaller, scrappier defender doing whatever he can to beat right, a bigger right. guy, you right. know? So he's been frustrating to watch. And maybe it's because I've, I've, I saw something little in him that, uh, that I didn't like. So now I'm just like direct line of sight on Royce all game, but I don't see it. I don't, that ain't it. That, that's not it. That's not what we need. But all in all, I mean, Donovan Mitchell is playing incredibly well, and Rudy Gobert is playing incredibly well. I mean, those two guys are pulling the team as far as they can, and they're doing a great job. I mean, you look at Gobert's stats, and he is just such an impact player. And I get that some people might be frustrated with some of Donovan's misses and turnovers. He's doing a lot. I mean, he is he is not just carrying the team in points and in minutes and in steals but also in leadership and emotion and and just the attitude of the team. He's he's doing so much more than the stats sheets can even justify. So I'm so glad that we have those two on the team that are really actually they're doing really well. And we just have to have some of our other pieces uh, help them out. It's all about consistency. Right. And those guys are, are studs every single night. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's been a long yeah, short season. We're already closing in on the end, and unfortunately, we're kind of on a downhill on this roller right, coaster. Right, right. So we've got to swing things back the other way. Give me one thing, one way how we do that before we close. Are you asking me? I'm asking you. Oh, I'm just shaking my eight ball here. <laughs> see what it says. Ask again later. <laughs> ask again later. After nine games, um, ask I again. I don't know. We shall see. <laughs> Those are the standard <laughs> answers. No, listen, I'm just going to say this. If we can turn the blender on and make the Jazz look like the Jazz, I think that's what it takes for us to finish the season on the good note that we need to carry it on to the playoffs. That's it. You heard it here first, people. Got to get the blender rolling again. Thurl would love that. I know he would. (laughs) I think we need to be healthy as well. If we're healthy, we've got a good chance to make a deep run. If we're not... I give us zero chance. It's going to be a first round exit if we're not healthy. So, man, but I'm excited to see who we're playing first round. It's going to be huge. It's going to be fun. Uh, Charlotte coming up tomorrow. If you're listening today, or, <laughs> go think about or that one. tonight. If you're listening <laughs> right now, um, got to close out this road trip. It's going to be fun. Playoffs coming up. That's what we do this for. It's going to be a good time. Oh, baby, that'll be huge. Go Jazz.